The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Six days before Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. They gave a dinner for him there, and Martha served, while Lazarus was one of those reclining at table with him. Mary took a liter of costly perfumed oil made from genuine aromatic nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and dried them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. Then Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, and the one who would betray him, said, Why was this oil not sold for three hundred days' wages and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief and held the money bag and used to steal the contributions. So Jesus said, leave her alone. Let her keep this for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews found out that he was there and came not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. And the chief priests plotted to kill Lazarus too, because many of the Jews were turning away and believing in Jesus because of him. The Gospel of the Lord. Yesterday, I was at uh, Mount Angel with uh, seminarians, and I was in kind of a hurry. Um, you know, as you know, the, the um, Palm Sunday Mass is a little bit longer, and so the Spanish Mass, there's so many people here during Palm Sunday, even the distribution of communion is very long, and so I knew that I had to leave immediately after that Mass. So, you know, of course, I'm a little flustery and in a, in a rush and everything, and so, you know, Mount Angel's about you know, 50 minutes away or so. And so then I get there, and um, Archbishop Sample was with the seminarians. And the, some of you, I don't know if you've ever been to, to the Crypt Chapel. That's like the seminarians' chapel underneath the Abbey Church. And so there's a, there's a chapel down there. And then I arrived there in the chapel, and they had already started uh, the Holy Hour, which was fine. But immediately, like, my anxiety and rushiness sort of, like, melted away. You know, I see Jesus there in the monstrance. And I was like, I was just like, you know, calm down. You're acting like an idiot. <laughs> you know, I was just sort of like, you know, all rushy, just trying to make sure that I was on time for things. And, and it just made me think, especially as I was reflecting upon this gospel, what's, what's my focal point? What's our focal point, right? What, what are we focusing on? And I watched all these young men sitting and kneeling, adoring our Lord in the, in the Eucharist. And that was their focal point, you know, dead silent, you know, attentive, attention right towards Jesus. And you'll notice that's the situation that you have here. Jesus always comes first. That's the important order of operations. It's not that something like social, social justice is not important, but if you have Jesus first, 
then social justice will come, and it'll actually flow from the source that's most important. What you notice here that's kind of amazing is that the person that's the biggest thief, the liar in that whole situation of the apostles, is the one that cries sort of social justice and not Jesus. His intention is on the wrong thing first. As long as you have your priorities in order, then the other thing will come and it'll be in right order. But if you say, if you start to focus on one without the other, it's just a foundation that's like, you know, it's a house of cards, a foundation on sand. The foundation has to begin with Jesus. And then with that inspiration in one's heart, then we can go and serve the poor. One of the things, of course, also Jesus gives that allusion to is the fact that what is spent on him is important. You know, it doesn't go to waste. What Mary did in that moment was not a wasteful thing. It was a sign of her adoration. And you know, so again, that the scent of the oil filled the space. It also reminds me of when we use incense. Incense is symbolic of our prayers lifting up to heaven, and it kind of spills the space inside of the church. And so we're reminded of some of the greatest saints that we know, St. John Vianney, St. Francis, who were known for their poverty, their personal poverty, in which they lived their life. But yet, when they celebrated the Mass, you know, when they had vestments made, they were like, these things are made for the Lord, for public worship, right? You know, I don't, after today, I don't take my chalice home and just like drink out of it, you know, at my house, right? It's here for you, for all of us, to hold the precious blood of Jesus Christ. That's why it's precious, not because it has anything to do with me, but we give our Lord the greatest gifts that we have to offer to show that our focus truly is in, on him. There's only one thing we worship. It's Christ. We don't, we don't worship the poor. We don't worship any social program. We worship Christ. And then from the inspiration that he gives us, we can go out and serve with what he's given us. That's the fuel that allows us to serve the poor. That's the fuel that allows us to help those who are in need or those who are marginalized. So we always, always have to remember that in the distractions of our life, what is our focus? Our focus is on who we receive at this altar, our Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you all.